What's up, people? It's Ron Sense. It's Ron. We back. We talking Bachelor. Uh, so let's get right into it then. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's not get right into it because I have a question I want to pose to you before we start. Uh, I go to I, we go to trivia. Uh, not every week, but uh, on uh, many weeks we go to trivia at this brewery near my house. And we're winning the whole game up until the final question where it's like you bet all your points, basically. So basically it all just comes down to like being within striking distance and then getting the last question. Uh, the last question was like this book by, uh, what was this guy's name? Uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne is one of the most read books in high schools and I think it was in high school or middle school and I was just like I don't know I don't know the author well and until I fucking realized I was wrong because I was thinking of uh, I was thinking of the wrong author well I wasn't really thinking of the author I was just thinking of what's the most popular book that you read in high school which the obvious answer I think everybody knows this, right? I'll give you two seconds to say it out to yourself before I say it myself here. It's of Mice and Men, the most popular book that gets read in high school or middle school, whatever. It's of Mice and Men. Everybody fucking read it. Well, the fucking answer to this bullshit question was The Scarlet Letter, a book I've never heard of. Never heard of. I read plenty of books. I read a bunch of books in fucking high school and middle school. Never read Scarlet Letter. Nobody I know read Scarlet Letter. Everyone I was with at that fucking thing had not read Scarlet Letter. It was uh, literally had never heard of the fucking book, Scarlet, the Scarlet Letter. So uh, feel free to reach out to me and tell me whether or not you read the Scarlet Letter in high school or middle school. Uh, and... If you're somebody who went to high school with me, I know you're fucking lying, all right? So just throw that out there right now, okay? You did not read it as a part of a part of school because I didn't fucking read it as part of school, all right? So fuck off. That was the biggest bullshit that cost us from fucking winning the goddamn game. It, the answer should have been of mice and men. I understand that they gave the author, and obviously it was John Steinbeck, not this fucking... Gustav fucking Nathaniel Hawthorne. I don't know why I said Gustav. Nathaniel Hawthorne, motherfucker, who, again, nobody's heard of. Fucking nobody. The answer should have been of Mice and Men. That is the most popular book. It is. This is an indisputable fact. I will not fucking stand for this shit. I'm fucking pissed. Okay. So now let's get into The Bachelor. Okay, so this uh, this episode was seemingly shaping up to be a little bit of a calm down from this, the storm that was Sarah. Uh, I, I guess actually since my last episode that I did, I didn't really cover the stuff, uh, I guess, about how apparently it came out that Victoria's been arrested before, which it was back in like 2012, and her hair looked terrible. And... It's also not that surprising that she 
being the most absurd human being who like literally thinks that like she is the center of the universe would try and fucking steal a couple hundred dollars worth of shit at Publix. Uh, so that's fucking, I mean, that's just par for the course. I mean, frankly, that's the least surprising thing in, in all of the news. And then, uh, oh, the other thing was that, uh, Claire and Dale broke up. Big fucking shocking news there, right, everybody? Oh, yeah. Everyone, I know, you're just all just shook to your core because you thought you knew what the perfect relationship was in Dale and Claire. And so, you you, you know, this is really uh, making you question the, your reality of what love is. Uh, I, I, I know that everyone is kind of feeling a little bit, you know, un, unsure of themselves now after watching that one. I mean, Jesus Christ. I, I I mean, like, I just don't even know why they pretended for the couple of months that they did. I mean, it was the biggest fucking joke I've ever seen in my life. Like, Claire is a fucking nut job. And, like, Dale is, uh, I mean, I guess the equivalent of a star fucker. Like, I, I guess is how you'd put it, right? Like, he's just trying to get popular. So, uh, I mean, this was the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Like... So, Claire, uh, unsurprisingly, the the one thing, and again, why, like, this, them getting together after, like, two weeks is fucked, because this is the big fucking question when it comes to The Bachelor and Bachelorette. This is the one of the most important fucking things that has to get discussed. You, more often than not, you live in different states, sometimes different countries, as we found out in Nick Vial's season, and he still went with uh, Valerie or whatever her name was, even though she said she wasn't going to leave Canada. Uh, so, I mean, he's a fucking dumbass. Uh, but, you know, because Raven was great. But uh, so anyways, right. So the biggest thing is you guys probably don't live in the same state, possibly not the same country. So. What are you going to do about living situation? Are you going to move together? Where are you going to move together at? Like, is one moving to the other's place? So you guys could just choose somewhere to live? Or are you going to live apart for a while and let it kind of play its play itself out and see how you want to do it? Because maybe you guys, there's somewhere else you guys want to just live together or whatever, right? So Claire lives in Sacramento. Nobody wants to live in Sacramento. Literally a useless fucking place. And... Dale lives in New York, which I don't blame anybody who doesn't want to live in New York because it's a shithole uh, that I just don't see why anybody would want to, like, legitimately live in New York short of being, like, ungodly rich. But so, like, and and I understand Claire wants to stay in, in Sacramento because her mom is sick and she feels like she needs to be around her. Totally reasonable, totally respectable reason for why she'd want to stay in Sacramento. Dale doesn't want to move to Sacramento. Again, don't blame her. Sacramento is fucking useless. But she is demanding, you, you know, it sounds like she's basically making the demand he has to move, which is fucked. And it sounds like he may have been thinking that she should move. Also fucked. The, the reality is, right, the simple answer here is you live apart for a while. Like, not that big of a deal. Uh, now, you guys are, like, literally fucking influencers as a job. Meaning, you can fly back and forth, no problem. 
literally every week if you wanted to. Not like not, it's not even that's not even remotely difficult. Like so, there's no reason you can't do that and just live apart. Like it, it, it so that resolves that issue. And then when Claire's mom, you know, unfortunately, you know, passes away due to her health issues. Like obviously, I'm not saying like. It, you know, it's not, that's not a happy thing. Of course, like that's fucking terrible, but like, it sounds like based on her health issues that she doesn't have a lot of time left, which is why Claire doesn't want to leave her, which is totally reasonable and respectable. And I think most people would feel the same way is when that time comes, then you can reassess. Okay. Do I still want to live in useless Sacramento or do I want to go somewhere else? Like, do I want to go to New York? Or maybe we can both move to fucking, I don't know, Denver, Miami, fucking Los Angeles. I don't know. Any fucking, anywhere where these fucking people go. Like, Nashville. Uh, I don't know. Like, but nope, they, they, but they never discussed this on the show. Because Claire was just already ready to fucking suck his dick. And Dale was just literally stuck in the situation. Second issue. Claire's a 39-year-old. 39-year-old. This is the thing, right? This is the thing. Everyone's like, oh, no, it's this is great that we're having the 39-year-old on, you know, that we're not ageist. We're having someone who's basically 40 on the fucking show as The Bachelorette. She wants kids. She's 39, which means she wants kids now. Like, she's not like... Oh, you know, maybe in five years when I'm 44, it's not when she wants kids. Like, it'd be a different thing if she was kind of like on the, uh, like up front was just like, yeah, I don't want kids. Okay, well then like that kind of resolves that. I mean, then, uh, I, I mean, of course, unless the guy wants kids and then there's certainly that, that issue on the other end. But like, if she was like that, but, but if you're a guy, right, and, and you're like, oh, I want kids, just not now, you can't fucking get with the 39 year old who you know wants kids like she has said she wants kids and at 39 it means she wants kids now like there's not that much time left for her to have kids i mean there is but like women just feel like that's not how it is and Whatever, you know, those say like the risk of like the risk of problems with pregnancy go up like a lot, I guess, past the age of 35. So whatever. But like, I, I don't know that that it seems somewhat overblown on that front. You see people having kids in their 40s and even into their 50s, like all the time. So whatever. Anyways, uh, that that's besides the point. The point is, is that at 39 years old. And already has expressed the interest in having kids. And, like, she wants kids now. So, like, you have to be all right with the idea that you might have to have kids, like, now. So, but they don't have that discussion either. Because, you know, why do mature things? So, shocker, didn't work out. Fucking busters. Both of them. Honestly. Like, and... Like, and, and this is like the old, like, we'll really see how much of like the Dale was here for the wrong reasons when he inevitably says yes to going on to Bachelor in Paradise. All right. That it's that because it's going to fucking happen. And they're probably going to put Claire on there, too, just to really fucking amp this up. But like, he's going to do it. He said that he said that he's not commenting on it at this time because he's healing or whatever. Literally the biggest bullshit I've ever heard in my life. So, 
Yeah. Right. So that that's going to happen. He's going to end up on Bachelor in Paradise. That's a fact. It, the, apparently, he got asked the question on whether he'd accept being the Bachelor. He should not be the Bachelor. There's no world in which he should be the Bachelor. Uh, I mean, uh, what about Dale made you actually enticed for him to be the Bachelor? Like... Especially right now where we have Matt James, who's literally like the most charming, nice, like interesting person in the world. Like, I just can't think of like, this would be like Peter levels of just uninteresting person. Like, so, uh, but anyways, all right. So that's, that's enough of that. Let's get into the actual bachelor here. Uh, so, you know, Sarah went home last week, not surprising how that turned out. And there are rumors now, like throwing it out there, that Sarah might not have been there for the right reasons to begin with. And this was all about getting attention towards herself for building her brand. Uh, There was a lot of stuff thrown out there, like rumors wise about, I mean, not even rumors. It it seems to be based on, you know, following her social media that like she doesn't live in San Diego. Her parents do. She lives in Los Angeles. And all basically all of her pictures and whatnot like on her instagram and all this stuff is sort of your your classic thirst trap model pictures nothing about her dad comes up on there at all and so she may have been overblowing you know the whole situation about how she was sort of like kind of selling it as she's taking care of her dad and she needs to be around her dad more and all this stuff and it was sort of like okay there's apparently you know we look at your instagram there's zero evidence of any of that like that's that's not what you're doing which like she could be doing stuff on her own time but that's not how these people work like okay like give me a break if you're giving her the benefit of the doubt on this okay because she went on the bachelor now if you're watching the show you understand how this works right these people need the attention they are all about everything on social media. They put every fucking thing on social media. They literally they put it all out there all the time, always. That's how these people are. Like, and there's rumors that have been thrown around by Reality Steve, who's a pretty credible source on this. Uh, he he tends to be. He, I, I mean, he tends to to point out the facts on this stuff. He. Uh, is out there saying that apparently she had a boyfriend right up until she went on to the show. And apparently, right upon getting back, before filming had even ended on the show, was seen with this same boyfriend. So, could possibly be uh, a not-here-for-the-right-reason situation that was going on there. And uh, so, you know, do with that what you will. But anyways... Yeah, I mean, the girls were really harsh on her, and it was maybe, like, it was probably, like, a little bit aggressive, but, like, I don't know. Uh, again, I, you know, I gave my opinions on this last week, but it, it's just, I don't have a lot of sympathy for her. Like, she should have obviously seen the consequences of her actions. It, this wasn't, like, some sort of complex equation. It was very obvious. Like, you, if you're going to do this, you're going to get a lot of backlash. These girls are going to be really pissed. These are a bunch of girls who literally have no outlet right now, right? They have no way of doing anything other than talking to each other, which means they're literally going to, like, fucking, like, gaslight each other, you know? Like, they're literally just going to spin themselves up to the maximum possible levels of frustration and anger and anxiety, and they're going to take it out on you as a result. Like, 
this is again, that's just how this show always works. This is how what, what always happens. So, you know, and, and like, I don't know, to a certain degree, like, right, I'm very anti-bullying. I think bullying is fucked up. But at like what point is like bullying just adults being mean to each other? Like, because I I, I mean, I get it like bullying it like when you're in high school and stuff like that is terrible. And even into like college, I guess, to a certain degree, like, you, you know, we don't need bullying, right? We don't need that. But like, I don't know. Once you're kind of an adult, like I, I feel like you just have to learn that like you don't need the affirmation of shitty people, like, <laughs> like Victoria is being a bully. Like, but who fucking cares what Victoria says or does? Like, she's literally a fucking thief, bitch. Like, she fucking sucks. Like, in every way. Like, she's just a terrible person. Like. If anything, it should be a compliment. Like, if a terrible person doesn't like you, like, that probably means you're, like, you know, at the very least, not as terrible of a person. So, I mean, right? So, anyways, the again, we're, we're kind of diverging from the, from the topics that be. But, so, uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess it segues us, though, because Victoria starts off in the episode kind of just, like, continuing to, you know, trash Sarah and whatnot. And Katie is sort of like, hey, you know... She's gone now. Like, you were kind of a huge fucking asshole to her, like, on the way out and whatever. But now she's gone. Like, there's literally no reason for you to even be talking about her anymore. Like, you know, how about just shut the fuck up and quit being a bitch is basically what she said. Right. And Victoria, being the outsized, unaware, fucking gigantic fucking fart sniffing bitch that she is uh like i thought that she had self-awareness in the last episode i was starting to like her in the last episode like with like the uh you know a, a lot of the stuff like and i liked that she was starting to like actually and stir up drama that was like interesting and then like really quickly in this episode it just went back to like this bitch fucking sucks like she is horrible so she turned, you know, basically tries to turn this around towards Katie and is like, well, actually, I don't really like how you're treating me right now. And you should apologize to me and you shouldn't be talking to me this way. And Katie is like, well, no, I mean, I am going to talk to you this way, because if I think you're being a bitch, I'm going to come up to you and to your face, tell you you're being a bitch. Like. She's like, see, you're just talking behind people's backs now. Like, I'm telling you to your face, you're a bitch. And which, again, this is just more evidence that Katie is the best. She is the outright leader in my mind. I don't see how anyone's even close uh, at, at this point. And then Victoria tries to create some sort of feigned threat of like, she's like, well, I don't appreciate how you're talking to me. And it, like... If you would, if you're thinking about talking about me like this anymore, like I wouldn't basically. She was like, I wouldn't talk about me like the way you are anymore. Like, as if there's some sort of like threat on the other end of that. Like, what you're gonna fucking look at me with your bitch eyes, like the fuck, and your rat hair. So, you know, she, th that, that kind of moves along and it's like, whatever. Okay. So then, um, you know, we're having, uh, the, um, the rose ceremony, right? And, 
I forget who all it was that went home. Uh, it was largely, I, I think, largely not very surprising. The people that did go home, uh, obviously, why I can't even think of their names. They, but they all kind of go home. Not, not any real shockers there. Victoria gets a rose, which is somewhat surprising, I, I guess, to a certain degree, because you're kind of like, okay, you know, how the fuck are you still not going home? This is insane. And I think that's that's all that's also where um Oh, well, I guess wait a second. Before that happened, right? The um the new girls come in, right? We get the new girls. I think that's that's what happens, right? So we get the new girls and like which you know, because Matt's like talking to all the girls, whatever, and, and then Chris Harrison pulls him, uh, Matt aside while he's talking to Victoria. And at this point, where you know Matt is clearly looking at him like, "What the fuck's going on?" Victoria's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And we're all at home looking at like, "What the fuck is going on?" What a Chris Harrison interruption! I mean, what the hell is that? When do we see a Chris Harrison interruption? So, you know, then all of a sudden. You know, he's like, hey, we actually got some more ladies here. And apparently an ABC executive has come out at some point here now uh, and and just said, like, that was always the plan. We just we had too many women and we just literally couldn't do it all in one day, which like, I I mean, I believe him because like, why, why, you know, why else would they have just randomly done that other other than they just planned to do it from the get go? So. I, I think Matt was I, honestly all so obviously all the girls are shook, but I think Matt might have been the most shook. He's just like, holy fuck! Like this whole thing is already overwhelming, and now I'm actually going to add more women. And so uh, the first girl comes up. Uh, what, what's her name? Brittany, right? I think it's Brittany, the one that uh, you know. Spoiler alert: gets accused of being an escort. Uh, by Anna very like very randomly so she comes up and she's like oh you know I need to make up for lost time and starts making out with him I thought it was a good move you know it's sort of like hey yeah make up for lost time he's already been hanging out with all these other girls for a couple of days she's still been sitting in like quarantine by herself yeah get a couple you know get some action in there I mean she basically is walking straight into a rose ceremony in which you know, the majority of the women there he's already had interaction with, and you got to do something if you want to get that rose to keep going, right? I mean, so I, I thought that was a good move, you know, and then the it almost felt like the rest of the girls, at least at that point, were just sort of like, and here's some other girls. Uh, I mean, one of them was like Miss Puerto Rico, Catalina or whatever her name is, and then uh, uh, Michelle comes in, and, and at the moment, you know, it was sort of like, didn't think much of her other than I saw that she was a teacher and I was like, oh, you know, I appreciate that. That's that's pretty nice. And so these new girls come in and the uh, the quote unquote OGs start throwing a fit. Like, I mean, all of a sudden, all these girls who just couldn't hate each other more, uh, like are all of a sudden all on the same side in this like just sort of a hilarious like example of like group psychology where like. Uh, the the moment there was a common villain, they could all just get together and just be like, oh, we fucking hate all these new girls. And basically immediately, right, is where Anna starts going, oh, you know, 
I was getting, you know, told to look out for this girl and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's shady and all this stuff. And I was sort of like confused because I'm, what do you mean? Like, because basically she's like, well, you know, I'm from Chicago. She's from Chicago. I'm like, that's, that literally doesn't mean fucking anything. The Chicagoland area is like 10 million people. Like, you could both be from Chicago and at, here, like, newsflash for you, you don't know, like, 99.9% of the fucking people in the city. So, uh, this whole thing where it was like, well, they're both from Chicago, as if somehow that really, like, legitimately adds any chance that they actually know each other, to me, was just ridiculous. I'm like, that's, that's such a fucking preposterous sort of story that we're pushing here is that somehow they could have known each other, you, you know, just seemed a little ridiculous. But then it was apparently it's Anna was getting DMs from people and it's, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess these lists get leaked ahead of time. So maybe it is possible that people, you know, would have, Known that Anna was going to be a contestant and this Britney girl was also going to be a contestant. I don't know because some, you know, there's a lot of people who are much crazier about this stuff than I am. And they, they really look into all these details on the front end. And that's, that's my dog just, you know, playing with his chew toy. What's up, Chuck? What's going on? Okay. But anyway, so, so back to this, you know, Anna has just been, I, I mean, also intense rbf I, I mean good god the rbf that she has got going on is insane i i mean i've never i've i'm not sure i've seen worse rbf in my life uh, i mean her the look on her face is just like holy fuck like i just i it it blows my mind that <laughs> like it, it it's like a, this can't be real can it like she can't actually be at like just accidentally making this fucking face can she so she's got like this mad rbf she's going fucking nuts about this whole thing and, and then you know of course she's immediately starting to talk to the other girls about oh i heard she's an escort and she's you know hangs around in like these crowds of like all the rich older men like it, it kind of seems like largely irrelevant information you know whether it's true or not i i guess i i'm not I, I, I don't know what that means. I mean, exactly, you know, like if she hangs around with the rich older men, I mean, is there is there an implication that that might might mean that she won't be like a good partner or like faithful or that she's got like nefarious intent from being here? I, I, I'm not exactly sure like what exactly the intent is behind that, you know, especially when it, this is obviously like extreme speculation, right? I mean, there is not... Like, in literally, because, like, literally Anna's just like, oh, you know, I got DMs from people. Like, who? Like, you just got DMs from random people just telling you this random information with no sort of, you know, corroboration? I mean, and so you're just like, you just, because then she was like, well, people aren't DMing other people about me being like, I was like, how do you know? I, I mean, it's like, obviously, if these people fucking started DMing Britney and being like, hey, fucking Anna's a prostitute. You, it's not like you would know, like, why they would be messaging her. And they probably wouldn't be messaging you, letting you know that that's what they've told her. So, like, I don't even know how you can say, like, well, people aren't doing that about me. Like, they could be. 
It's not like you would fucking know if they did. So that was like really, it was just very weird. And like, I just don't understand like what was going on there. I mean, I was never like a big Anna fan, but like, wow, was she really falling down the ranks fast? And, and so any, anyways, right. So she's just creating this whole stir about like, just like getting all worked up about, about her. And then on top of that, like she's starting to get the other girls worked up on top of the fact that the other girls are already all worked up about the whole thing. I'm like, these girls are all pissed that these like new girls are coming in. And it's like, I mean, these new girls have a disadvantage. Like you've had more opportunities and time to talk with Matt than these girls have. So if anything, these girls should be fucking pissed that they're the ones that got stuck in the quarantine for an extra amount of time. And, and then what? Like they just sat around fucking, and now they're here where Matt like may have already been latched into some, some people. So like, how are they ever supposed to climb that mountain? I mean, so I, I'm I'm very confused by why it is that these girls are like so upset about it, or and and feel so entitled in, in such a way where it's like I, I mean I get that they'd be pissed because they're like well fuck you know I, I I don't want any more competition but at the same time it's like you have the advantage you're like upset at these girls because they are the ones who are fucking getting screwed in this whole or, ordeal really so. I, I don't understand how it is that, that that's kind of their mindset. But I, I mean, I, again, it just goes to like sort of that group psychology and, and it's group psychology that and, and it's a group that's largely being run by Victoria, which is just horrifying. But anyways, right. So, it, you know, the rose ceremony kind of goes as expected. I think the, the people who went home are the people you'd kind of suspect were going to go home. Nobody really shocking there. And, and I mean, the funny part is just that, you know, you went into a rose ceremony and ended up leaving with, you know, you left the rose ceremony with more people than you went into it with, you know, to, to start. So that, that, that was kind of like a funny little thing there, but I'm sure Matt is pretty overwhelmed. And, and so then we get into a uh, group date territory, right? And we do this like fall games, uh, group date. And of course all the girls in the quote unquote OGs are like, all fucking pissy about these new girls being involved and they want you know they want these these new girls to get screwed in the whole ordeal to the point where like now these girls are like basically you know they're sitting there like i just hope that it's not one of the new girls that wins anybody else can win out of you know like as long as it's not one of the new girls i'm like jesus i, I mean the, these girls are absolutely insane and so the 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 group date game was pretty cool you know where it's like that sort of like rat race type of thing you know is like they get in these fucking pumpkin canoes which were hilarious and they had to have given that one girl i I forget her name i that's from uh where like what was it like not dominican i i forget where the girl is from the the one girl who's you know actually from like another uh country uh fuck i i'd have to look it up I, i can't recall now what country she's from but, like, they had her, like, just, like, basically fucking paddling in place. I'm like, they had to just, the producers had to be like, hey, look, just take the L on this. Like, it'll be funny. Let's roll. There's just no way that she could have just not, like, somehow, like, she literally was just, like, paddling in place. Like, I can't, I just refuse to believe that, like, she was just fundamentally incapable of fucking canoeing this fucking pumpkin across. And then they got to jump in this pile of leaves and find, like, their acorn or whatever dressed up as squirrels, which is pretty hilarious. And then, like, just 
maximum level of fucking petty, Anna finds um, Britney's and, and fucking hides it, which was just, I, I mean, excellent. I mean, Jesus. I, like, I, also, I, right, I, I feel like that couldn't have just pot. I, I mean, I guess that could have happened, but it's like, did she get tipped off on where it was? Like, come on. Like, what are really the odds that she ends up finding hers and then she gets the opportunity to hide it? Like, that's so absurd. And then anyways, what, um, um, Mari ends up winning. So then all goes, well, thank God, you know, it was an OG. It was an OG, blah, blah, like fucking losers. But so then they, they have, uh, you, you know, they, they have their, cocktail hour and whatever afterwards and and uh let's see um let me find this really quick i wanted to see i had something here where is it uh i think i i use the um fandom that's right bachelor fandom because then you can go to, like, season 25 here, and it gives you all, like, the the info from, like, what's previously happened and whatnot, which is uh, pretty helpful for just, like, making sure that you're kind of keeping some of this stuff straight. Because now, like, I, I could uh, figure out who... Ethiopia. That's where she from, was from. Maggie. She was from Ethiopia. Okay. And, and so, like... And she's a pharmacist, okay? Like, she's not, she's obviously not dumb. I, I mean, I understand that it's like an athleticism thing to a certain degree, but like, she's not dumb. Like, she can, obviously, she knows how a fucking, like, paddle works for a canoe. So, like, I feel like they just had to kind of <clears throat> be like, hey, you know, just kind of take the L on this. And then, um, okay, so let's see here. Where is... I'm not crazy, right? It it was like was I calling this girl the wrong name the whole time? Wasn't it Brittany? Am I going insane? Was it not? Yeah, Brittany. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I was right. Okay. And I mean, I guess in fairness, right, her her uh job is model, which I'm always a hater of, and I've I've made that clear before that I I, I just find like all of those to be uh ridiculous. Like, like Chelsea is fine because she's runway model, right? Like, which is different. And, and, and it's very obvious, like based on like her look and, and everything that like, she definitely does do like runway modeling, right? Like it, it just feels like that's very clear based on, on just her overall aesthetic. And, and so that's fine, you know, whatever that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on that. But like, when you're just sort of like generic model, which basically just means like, you're just kind of like an Instagram thought. I, I mean, I just don't really, yeah, I just don't have it for you there. I just don't really have a, a whole lot of high opinions about like, what, you know, what really is your level of depth as a human, but right. So, uh, without getting too sidetracked here, right. So um then i think it's what rachel who gets the uh rose during the uh group date or was it 
Yeah, I think it was Rachel gets the rose during the group date. And then... Or no, 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 sorry, not Rachel, Brie, right? Brie gets the Brie gets the, the rose during the group date. And then, um, and, and so, which is not so, so surprising because he's had this chemistry with Brie for a little bit here. And it, it feels like that's one of those relationships that's going really well. So then, um, he gets to his one-on-one date with Michelle and this like sends all these girls into a fucking fit because, you know, they're like, oh my God, you know, she doesn't deserve to have the group date. She just, the, you know, the one-on-one she just got here, like, we should be getting that and blah, blah. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't, it, how, how, I mean, what exactly means that you like deserve it more? I mean, you've had opportunities to talk to him more than she has. To, it wouldn't, if anything, doesn't she have like more of sort of like a reason to get it so that like she has more opportunity to actually like see if this works. And so it was just like this ridiculous level of like, uh, you know, uh, entitlement amongst these girls. I I just did not understand it at all. And so I know I say this every fucking one-on-one because Matt is so charming And like, and is just so engaging and personable and it just looks like he's always having a good time. But this looked like such a good date. Like this looks like they had like such a great date. They hit it off so well. Like I feel like they have so much chemistry and I say it on every one because I can't, like, I just can't tell all of these dates go so well. And I think it's just because he's such a good guy. Like, I just don't think that he, like, I I don't know if he can have a bad date because he just like. He, he, like, he just cannot seem to, like, not have a good time with whoever he's with, you know? Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I mean, like, in terms of, like, it's just so hard to tell, like, it just makes it so hard to tell, like, who is he actually into versus who is he not? Because it's just, it, you know, like... So, anyways, they have this cool date where they sort of, like, they go out on, like, the golf course, and then they kind of have, have like, to, you know, poke these balloons that have these different, like, icebreaker things and whatever, and, and and they're really having a good time. It just seems like it's really fun, lighthearted. It, it feels like they're, you know, it the chemistry just feels very obvious. And then, uh, you know, a hot air balloon basically comes out of nowhere. And, and so then they're like, you, you know, like, hey, we're going to get on this hot air balloon. That seemed really cool. They're getting like this full on make out in that in the hot air balloon. And it, you know, it's just it's good. It just feels like it was a really, really great date. Like and, you know, some of the girls are watching from the balcony and they're just getting, you know, they're getting all uh, in a you know, worked up about it, obviously, and they're just all fucking pissy, and and then, uh, you know, like, just all of them are really, like, falling, it just seems like so many of them are just falling apart at the seams over this whole, uh, you know, extra girls coming in, but I'm a huge fan, Michelle has skyrocketed up my list, I I can tell you that, I'm still telling you, I think Katie is my favorite, 
Uh, I think Katie is still by far my favorite, and I think that she's continued the way that she uh, handles herself. I, I, I'm continuing to like find her to be the best. I think she's going to get friend zoned, uh, especially because w- at least with sort of like the you know the spoilers, not the spoilers, but you know the teasers for the upcoming episodes. It seems like she's going to be the one that's like, hey, there's like some bullying going on here, and this is kind of fucked, and. Matt's going to really appreciate that, but then, like, she's just going to end up becoming the friend as a result. I, I mean, this 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 storyline, you know, this this trope, if you will, just plays out, like, every season, I feel like, where someone basically is the good person who has all the right intentions, and they come forward to, like, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette and are just like, hey, look, you know, some stuff's kind of going on in the house. It's, like, not cool. And... and and the one thing that is a little bit weird, though, is because, like, the – there is somewhat of, like, this authoritative, like, assumption of, like, authority over, like, telling that bachelor or bachelorette and being, like, hey, you know, these people are being assholes and stuff like that. And, like, they're bullying and whatnot. And, and it's sort of, like, this it, – it's – for some reason, there's, like, this, I guess, sort of assumed – authority in which that bachelor or bachelorette is then like the one who's kind of responsible for like kind of uh, you know uh cracking down on 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 these people's behavior like as if they're sort of like the parent or something like that's the chaperone i mean i get that like you'd want them to address it and certainly like it, it behooves matt to know that because like that's something that uh you know would probably affect how he would proceed with you know, who he uh, chooses to keep around and who he wants to be with. And so from that regard, you know, that this is something that, you know, is the appropriate thing to do. It is just kind of weird, though, uh, how that kind of how that kind of works. Um, but so it, it seems like she's going to be telling Matt. And then, of course, I, it's just, yeah, the person who is the one who comes forward and does the right thing always seems to kind of get screwed in all of this. Uh, but she could be setting herself up for a bachelorette, uh, or even a bachelor. I think bachelor in paradise at the very least, but I think a bachelorette's very possible for her. You know, I I think that she clearly has a lot of charm and, uh, is, you know, clearly outgoing enough and, and, um, you, you know, personable enough and, and sort of doesn't take herself too seriously in a way that allows her to be pretty, pretty fun and, and, and interesting. I, I mean, I, again, if you show up with a vibrator on day one, like, and then like the way she handled the whole uh, erotica thing, like, I, I think that she is clearly <clears throat> someone who's, who's able to have fun a at her own sort of at her own expense has like some humility and whatnot, but also the ability to just kind of put it out there and not really give a fuck what people think is an impressive uh, trait that I think is really important, especially for someone who's going to kind of take on that level of scrutiny of a, of a, you know, position really. But so, um, so like this, there's kind of like this bullying thing going on, right? Because now uh, Anna has spilled to Victoria that, you know, this Brittany girl has been, you know, maybe a 
uh, escort and whatnot. And so obviously that gets, you know, Victoria all razzled up and, and obviously Victoria is just going to start fucking talking shit to like everybody because, you know, of course. And so that, you know, that's just going to get all these girls fucking launched off. And, and, and so like in, I think I was listening to, I think the chicks in the office podcast. Um, and, it sounds like apparently there was potentially some off-screen or like off-camera discussions amongst Anna and um who was it? What what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? It's like Kayla or something, right? Yeah, Kayla who it I think it was Kayla or or Kaylee, Kaylee, sorry, Kaylee, who actually was like pretty, seemed like she was pretty sweet. I was, I, she was one where I was a little bit surprised, I guess, that she, but she, her and Matt just didn't really ever have any opportunities to kind of talk there and whatnot. But uh, apparently Kaylee, who's also from Chicago, was also getting similar messages, which I don't think uh, necessarily adds any truth to the matter. But I do think that if those two had any sort of off-camera discussion where it's like, hey, I also got those messages, that that would probably then embolden Anna to feel like it, like, legitimizes the claims. But, the you know, Anna basically goes through this whole thing and, and is basically the worst possible way, right? She, before ever talking to Brittany, uh, tells Victoria. And then when she addresses Brit- Brittany about it, she, like... Tell, you know, she basically confronts Brittany in front of like all of the girls and is just like, hey, so I kind of like I heard like you're, you know, you hang around with all the rich guys in Chicago and that you may or may not be, uh, you know, exchanging, uh, you know, favors for money or whatever, like however it is exactly that she put it. Because like maybe she's one of those chicks who like just basically like. Uh, I guess it's still kind of like an escort where she just like gets paid to go on dates with like rich dudes and like, I don't know, more power to her. Fucking if I could make a living getting paid to go on dates with with rich women, I uh, I I would I would probably, you know, gladly take that that role. I feel like that's, you know, fine with me. Uh I mean, frankly, like, it, you know, if it paid well enough, I'd go on dates with these rich guys. It's not like I got to fuck them. Like, I just, you know, like, like, hey, yeah, you know, we'll go out to dinner and whatever. And then, you know, give me some give me some money, be my sugar daddy. And that's fine. It, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to hate on that that a- approach. Like, but uh, anyways, she so she just like kind of calls her out as that. And then Brittany is just sort of like. Well, that's kind of fucked up. And Anna sort of is like, yeah, you know, that is a terrible thing to say. And I and I'm really sorry about that, which is like it was just so funny because it was just somehow like she had this moment of like, I guess, realizing how fucked up that was. But then like just kind of powered on through it and just was like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But so that's like that's what I'm told and whatnot. And that's what I heard. And then she's like and then Brittany's like, well, that's like not true. And. Uh, this is kind of fucked up because even now that I tell you that it's not true, like these girls are all going to like to some degree think that it still is and they're going to hold that against me. And 
you know, not only that, but like, this is obviously going to get watched on national television. So now like there's people who don't know me who are, or like maybe like know of me, but not really know me who are going to be thinking that, that, that that's true and stuff like that, which is just kind of like fucked up, you know, (laughs) like, like really it is. So it's going to be interesting to see how this starts to play out. And, and because obviously, you know, Britney's like, well, you know, this is really hard now. Like, Obviously, I already I show up late and at like I show up late, which, again, my point is that actually hurts those girls. Right. They like they're worse off than the girls who originally got there because the girls who originally got there got more time so far. Uh, But then also, like she shows up and literally all of these girls are just complete fucking psycho bitches to her and and her and all the other new girls like right off the bat. So basically they have no attempt like they have no. um way of like making friends or kind of like getting into the social circle and then like you throw this on top of it and so she's like yeah this is like really hard like that i'm coming into this situation and it's just like i'm not even being afforded like the benefit of the doubt or anything is basically what she's saying and then you know like victoria just being classic fucking bitch victoria is just like well you know if it's so hard why don't you just leave and, like, I guess apparently I didn't actually watch her interview on uh, Good Morning America, but apparently on her Good Morning America interview, she basically was just like, oh, you know, like, I, w- it was all in jest and we were all having fun and everybody knew it was just, like, joking. And I'm like, I mean, maybe the bad, you know, maybe the producers put, like, spun you in a bad light, but I don't know. The, the, it's these, like, the way that you're acting seems pretty clearly like you're just being a fucking asshole. Uh... So, you know, but like the I the thing that's confusing to me is I just don't understand that, like, why so many of these girls feel any sort of need to uh, appease her or really feel like that that's like the realm in which like they need to operate, you know, like, I feel like they could very simply just be like nice to the new girls and nice to the current, you know, the older girls and just like not give a fuck about Victoria or what she says or like anything, you know, she's just like there, but somehow these girls are very wrapped up into this whole thing. And so we'll kind of see how that plays out. Um, and actually, so I, I had to, I recorded the majority of this last week, actually almost right after the episode, but I, uh, had to cut the recording a little bit short. So, a lot a lot of this recording has then also kind of been done throughout uh last week and then today right now it is um monday the first and i'm kind of recording the end of this at, at after i got off of work today and so one of the actually news stories that is bachelor related that's a kind of nice i guess that this worked out that i had not totally finished uh recording this episode is that uh dylan barber um had like a live Q&A on Twitter and he basically uh was talking about how the bachelor producers are really fucking like ruthless which i guess is you know that's not that surprising but you know that they were uh legitimately uh you know that just he was just talking about how legitimately like uh manipulative they actually are and how it it really is like it it feels really bad sometimes like how harsh these 
uh, people are and and like basically that the the lengths that they'll go to to like make a good storyline and whatnot, whether or not that like really kind of hurts somebody in the process or not. And so he it, and and so basically somebody asks him the question, well, who when you were on Hannah Brown season, do you feel like got the most fucked? And he said, apparently it sounded like he basically said almost without pause. He just said, Jed, Jed got the most fucked, which is really interesting. I think because this, this is something that's like, wow, you know, this felt like this was already settled, right? That like, everyone's just going to hate Jed and, and, uh, we're just not going to really give much credence to the idea that maybe the producers had a, uh, a role to play in kind of creating this whole situation. And so, uh, he basically said Jed got the most fucked and then, and, and said that Jed definitely did not cheat on Hannah and he did not, you know, and that like that, what kind of like was explained to have happened is, was just like, you know, fundamentally not true, uh, about, how Jed and Hannah worked out after the engagement. And so that was really interesting to come out. And, and I guess also very interesting was just the fact that, you know, uh, right after that, Jed basically responds and, and is, you know, comes out and is just like, you know, I think it's about time that I kind of put some things out there that, you know, he essentially says, states that, you know, I didn't cheat on Hannah. I didn't cheat on my ex-girlfriend before that. And I'm going to be giving like more details. I guess it sounded like he was going to give more details on YouTube, but then it sounded like, I guess maybe he's going to be giving more details. And I guess he has a podcast. Uh, and so he will be giving more details in his upcoming podcast <clears throat> and and so that's going to actually be kind of interesting to hear how that plays out because this this is very much like this whole storyline was dead and buried and now it's coming back all of a sudden and that's that is actually quite interesting so that that's quite the bachelor news i think to be coming out uh much more interesting news than than claire and in, in, in uh dale i would say but yeah for for this to be coming out where basically uh, you know, Dylan is coming out and saying, "Hey, Jed got fucked by the producers." Like everything that kind of went down was was actually a, had a lot to do with how how the producers spun that story, and, and so that's you know we'll have to keep our ears to the ground on that one. And I'm 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 sure that uh, you know the the sources that I follow will be given you know getting me in the loop, and if so, if need be, I'll listen to the podcast and we'll, we'll kind of find out what what went down. So. Uh, that's that's it for this recap, and uh, maybe hopefully I'll have uh, this ep- tonight's episode to recap out sooner. So appreciate you all. Peace out.
Oh, we're walking on cloud nine.